A table of fables. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Table of Fables podcast. I am James Funnyhat. I am a fabulist, and I have a very nice hat today. It is a checker hat. It has a checkerboard on it and also checkers. So I can play checkers and wear a hat at the same time. The only thing is, if I fall asleep, I could wake up and find people playing checkers on my head. Well, today's episode 19. And because it's episode 19, I thought it was important to go over some of the rules and also tell you about a new rule, which is in fact rule number 19. So, let's go over the rules that we have for this podcast so far. If you're new to listening to this podcast, you can find lots of rules in episode number one, and you can find other rules in other episodes. So we'll go over some of them. Rule number one, you have to sit quietly on a seat or on the floor and not talk. Rule number four, you may not sit on the roof of the car when it is raining or when it's not raining. Uh, rule number six, no sitting on the ceiling. Rule number seven, no sitting on the fridge. Rule number eight, no sitting on birthday cakes, especially when the candles are lit. Um, let's go to rule number 12, no sitting and listening while eating blue crayons. And uh, rule number 12 has part B, which is red crayons. And C, no listening while eating to yellow crayons. I won't go through all the colors, but basically you're not supposed to listen to this podcast while eating any color of crayons. But what if there's a crayon that has no color? Maybe that's allowed, I'm not sure. Well, rule number 14 is no listening while walking on banana peels. Rule number 15 is no listening while riding an ostrich. Rule number 18 is no tricking James Funny Hat. And I have a feeling maybe that last episode... Ella W. might have tricked me into sitting on that fire, which I couldn't even sit on because it was too hot. Anyways, rule number 18. No writing an email that tricks James Funnyhat. And here is rule number 19. 
And this is especially important for people who live in Toronto. Because in Toronto, there's a building called the CN Tower. And it's a very, very tall building, one of the tallest in the world. And it comes to a point at the top. And the other day, because I live in Toronto, I was looking at the CN Tower and I thought there was a kid sitting on top of the CN Tower. And I thought, wait a minute, if that's a kid sitting on top of the CN Tower, they should be really focused and they should not be listening to a table of fables while they're standing on top of the CN Tower or sitting on top of the CN Tower or standing on one foot on top of the CN Tower or riding a skateboard on the CN Tower or anything. So I'm not sure if it was a bird flying by or if it was a kid, but I thought it might have been a kid. And I was wondering if it was any of you guys. Well, rule number 19 basically is no balancing on one foot on top of the CN Tower while listening to the podcast or sitting on the CN Tower, or standing. Okay, you guys will get it. Now, today, we have a story, and it's about this girl. She gets really mad. And I've noticed that kids sometimes can get really mad. Not all kids, but some kids. Like, I've noticed the smaller you guys are, the madder you get. Like, have you ever seen a two-year-old get mad? They get so mad. They lie on the floor. They start to pound on the floor with their hands and feet. They get so mad. And then three-year-olds are a little bit better. Four-year-olds are maybe a little bit better, but still you guys get so mad. Like even like eight-year-olds, they're like losing control. They're like, ah, like that. So all of that really makes me glad that kids are small and it doesn't work like kids start off really big And the parents are small and then the kids start to get smaller and smaller till they're adult size because that would be really dangerous to have a toddler who was super mad and super strong running around i don't know lifting up cars and throwing them around and stuff that would be so dangerous well if you ever get mad don't worry because you know what you'll figure out how to control it And this is a story about somebody who gets so mad. I don't know if any of you have got as mad as the girl in this story, but she gets pretty mad. So the story is starting very soon. When you hear the sound of the story bell, put your hands up. When you can't hear it anymore, put your hands down, and then it will begin. So let's get ready by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And a deep breath in, and a deep breath out. Here comes the bell. There was a girl called Mary. She was a nice girl. She was 10 years old. She loved biking, art, gymnastics, and animals. One day, she was sitting with her family and watching a show about the animals in Africa. There was a part about her favorite animal, the zebra. The herds of zebra were running, walking, drinking water, and grazing in the grass. 
They looked majestic with their black and white stripes against the sunset of the African sky. And she was mesmerized. They were so beautiful, so free, so noble, so grand. But then the voice of the narrator continued. But look, someone has been watching our zebras. A pride of lions has emerged from the hill. Two of the males have crept up behind the herd unnoticed. One of the males jumps out and separates one of the zebras from the herd. He gives chase. Two of the lions follow. The lions pounce. The zebra kicks off his adversary and escapes back to the safety of the herd. The zebra is safe for now, but the lions are hungry and will return later. Mary stood up and a look of anger came over her face. The lions want to eat zebras? My zebras? Her face got hot and she started to shake. Her brother said, They're lions, Mary. Relax. This made her madder. Her mom said, Animals have their own ways of behaving, Mary. This made her even madder. And then her dad said, Well, you know, Mary, everything's got to eat. This made her so mad. Her face went as red as a tomato. Her hands started to shake. Smoke came out of her ear. It got her so mad, she started to jump up in the air. She said, those lions have no right to hurt my zebras. Those nasty lions. I am going to go to Africa right now, and I am going to get rid of those nasty lions. Her brother said, how are you going to do that, Mary? Her mom said, don't go. Her dad said, uh, Africa's across the ocean, Mary. Mary didn't mind how far she had to travel. She had to save her lovely zebras from the nasty, mean lions. So she walked out of her door, and she knew that the lions were to the east, and she headed out on her way to Africa. She found that the more she thought about those nasty lions, the stronger and more powerful she got. She found that she was starting to have superpowers. She found that she could run down the highway faster than cars. She ran all the way to the ocean, and she jumped in. Her anger and her desperation made her so strong she could swim through the 60-foot waves of the ocean. She swam across the entire Atlantic Ocean in one night. She arrived in the morning on the shores of Namibia and continued her way east through Botswana and found herself in the middle of the African savannah. She shouted out because her voice was now super-powered too, and she said, Oh, animals of Africa, my name is Mary, and I am mad at the lions. The lions must stop being mean and must act nice from now on. Nearby was a turtle, which popped its head out of its shell. The turtle said, Whoa, Mary, the lions aren't too bad. 
They get hungry from time to time, but you know what? We all do. Mary looked down at the turtle and said, Being hungry is no excuse for being mean and nasty. I am going to find those lions. And she looked and saw them on the hill. She ran over to the lions, and she was so mad, she grabbed one by the mane and threw it up in the sky through the clouds all the way to the moon. She said, you nasty lions, stay away from my zebras. And she grabbed the next lion and the next lion, and she ran through the entire savanna looking for lions, and when she found one, she'd throw them up to the moon and say, you nasty lions, stay away from my zebras. But then she noticed a cheetah hunting a zebra. She was now faster than a cheetah, so she ran up to the cheetah and said, You nasty, leave my zebras alone. She grabbed the cheetah by the tail and threw it up to the moon with the lions. She chased down all the cheetahs. And when she was done, she noticed the leopards hunting animals. She chased down all the leopards, and then the panthers, and then the wild dogs. She chased down the crocodiles. She chased down all the animals that hunt and threw them all up to the moon. And at the end of the day, she looked out and said, that is good. No one is being nasty anymore. It is now peaceful. The next morning, she was walking around in her peaceful savanna, and she noticed a beautiful acacia tree, its leaves shining in the morning sun. When a long-necked giraffe came, took one of the leaves, ripped it off, and gobbled it up. She said, You nasty giraffe, how dare you eat that innocent leaf? She grabbed the giraffe and threw it up to the moon. And she grabbed the other giraffes and threw them up to the moon. She noticed that gazelles were eating the grasses. She chased down the gazelles and threw them up to the moon. She threw the hippos up, the rhinos up. She threw the birds up. She threw everything that was eating the plants up to the moon. She eventually came to the zebras who were eating the grass. And she said, oh, you too, my zebras are nasty. To the moon with you. Now, there were no creatures on the savanna, and it was very peaceful, but her eyes were also very powerful now, and she could see very small things. She saw bugs eating plants. She said, I'm going to blow these bugs away so they leave these plants alone. She took a deep breath and blew them away. And at the end of the day, there were no creatures at all, and it was very peaceful. The next day she went down to her beautiful acacia tree again and saw that it was pushing against some of the bushes and taking up all the space. And she said to the acacia tree, you are actually nasty too. You are pushing away this poor innocent bush. She ripped the huge acacia tree right out of the ground and threw it to the moon, and she went and threw all the acacia trees up to the moon. And she went back to the bush and said, Now you can be in peace. 
but she noticed that that bush was pushing out these little tiny grasses at its root. She said, you too, nasty bush. And she threw it up to the moon and all the bushes and then the grasses. And soon there was nothing that grew anywhere, nothing pushing against anything, nothing taking up more space than it needed. And she climbed up a hill and looked around and saw that all was peaceful with no nastiness anywhere, except that now she could see far away. She could see to all the corners of the earth. And when she looked to the north, she saw animals eating other animals. She saw other animals eating plants. She saw it to the east, to the west, to the south, everywhere. She went over the entire face of the earth and through animal after animal after plant up to the moon. And when she was done, she climbed up on a mountain and saw the oceans and thought there might be some nastiness there too. So she ran down to the ocean, jumped in and saw fish eating other fish. She saw dolphins eating fish. She saw whales eating tiny plants. She took a huge gulp and swallowed up the entire Atlantic Ocean and spat it to the moon. And then the Pacific Ocean. And soon all the oceans were up on the moon. And now all was peaceful. And she rested. When she woke the next day, the entire earth was rock, was soil, was jagged brown minerals everywhere. It was peaceful, but it was lonely. And after all that action, she was a little bit hungry. She looked up and saw that the moon was not the shiny golden color that it used to be. Now, it was blue and green. She took a giant leap and jumped all the way up to the moon and looked around. It was different now. Everywhere was lush and green and growing with colorful flowers, with blooming trees and plants with animals running here and there, with birds flying in the skies, with fish jumping out of rivers. And she thought how it was so beautiful to be there. Turtle appeared right beside her, popped his head out, and said, Hello, Mary. This is our new home now. It's kind of like the other one. Maybe it's not nice all the time, but it's all we got to stand on. I hope you're not gonna throw us somewhere else. Mary looked around at the beautiful, lush place the moon had become and thought about how desolate and desert-like she had made the earth. And she thought to herself that maybe Turtle was right, that no one and nothing can be nice all the time to everyone at every single moment. She grabbed the animals 
and threw them back. The meat eaters, the plant eaters. She threw the plants back. She gulped up the oceans and spit them back. Everything went back to the earth. She jumped down. She swam back across the Atlantic Ocean, ran down the highway to her home, went to sleep in her bed, and before she dozed off, she decided that she would not ever get so angry again. Well, you have made it to the end of the story and the end of this episode. So thank you very much for tuning in to the Table of Fables today. If you would like to support the show, this show would love to have your support. You can find out how to do it on my website, which is jamesfunnyhat.com. If you would like to send in an email, but make sure you don't trick James Funny Hat because that's rule number 18. If you would like to send a message in an email, the email address is james at jamesfunnyhat.com. So write in if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you would like to draw any pictures, or send a voice recording, which some of you have done a couple of times. So, have a great day. And thank you for tuning in to A Table of Fables. We'll see you next time.